I'm Matt Ogden and welcome back to By George from Page to Stage. Today you might have noticed I'm not joined by Rich, I'm joined by another member of the Sykes clan and it's Maria who Hi. we spoke to last time about the editing process and her involvement there. So what are we talking about today Maria? Well today uh, we're going to discuss the fact that uh, as uh, part of By George in the week of performances one of those performances is going to be an accessible performance. In other words, uh, it's going to be there's going to be a sign language interpreted performance, and hopefully also an audio described uh, yeah. performance for visually impaired patrons. Um, and yeah, I'm actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a bit of a sort of arm up the back moment. But um, the theatre approached Richard and myself and said, "Had we considered uh, an accessible performance?" and the answer was yes, because actually we had discussed it at some point. Um, and why me? Well, the thing is, I used to be um, a qualified sign language interpreter mm. when I used to have a proper job. <laughs> and uh, as part of that, though it wasn't ever my kind of main interpreting role, I also did some um, sign theatre performances. And I've worked on some national tours, um, all kinds of different things from musicals, uh, things like Witches of Eastwick, when that was out on national tour. Uh, I've also done things like Dinner Ladies, uh, did both the tours of those. So I, I've got an exp- I've got experience and I've got background in doing sign theatre as well. So knowing the script inside out, because as we discussed before, I helped Richard edit by George yeah. and worked on it uh, in depth, <laughs> as we've already discussed, um, that it seemed appropriate for it to be me rather yeah. than hand it over to someone else and say, you're going to have to learn this, what is, I've come to realise, an incredibly difficult script to, to translate. I'm imagining as well, because obviously I don't really know anything about signing, mm-hmm. and we'll get on to that and we'll talk about why it's important and yeah. and obviously a bit more about your experience in it. But I suppose that from from what we said before about the, the fact that there's obviously lots of Yorkshireisms, there's lots of regional and, yes. and very kind of culturally Yorkshire references. Yeah. I imagine for signing that, um, you know, BSL has to, British Sign Language that is, has to be kind of a standardised thing across across the board. So getting across those subtle references, you need to have that in-depth knowledge of the script and the way that the lines yes. are being delivered. Yeah. I mean, for starters, yes, BSL, British Sign Language, as you say, it actually has as many regional accents as spoken English. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can spot someone where they come from by how they sign certain things. Wow. So I automatically sign with a Yorkshire accent. <laughs> <laughs> Just because um, there's certain ways of identifying the way people do things. Because there are regional variations. Yeah. Um, there is as many regional variations in sign language as there are in spoken English. And people think there aren't variations, but I'll give mm. you a really good example. We use this all the time. And if I was to say to you, you're going to make a sandwich... Are you going to use a piece of bread, which is an individual piece of bread that has a dome top that you're going to slice through the middle, you're going to open it up, and that's what you're going to make your sandwich out of? What do you call that piece of bread? Oh, I'm getting put on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> but you would probably say a tea cake or a bread oh, roll no, or God, a balm no. cake, or, depending on where you're from. Absolutely What would you call it? Uh, so it depends. If it was if it was a, a dome-shaped yeah, yeah, one, yeah. like you just said, probably a bap. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so again, bap, I would say. 
If you said back to me, I know what you mean. Yeah. And if I said tea cake to you, you're probably going to know what I mean. I'll I hope it a lot. wasn't marshmallowy, yeah. <laughs> yes, but. exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we, we all understand each other, more or less. Sometimes yeah. you'll get a weird one that you kind of go, a what? <laughs> and you're not entirely sure. And it's the same in sign language. You get variations. A um, cob or a barn for exactly. me. Exactly. That was... Yeah. What? <laughs> What's a stop tick? Yeah, uh, you get that kind of you get those variations in in sign language as well. So I naturally sign with a Yorkshire accent because I learned to sign in Yorkshire. My teachers were from Yorkshire, etc. Mm. Um, so there's automatically going to be a bit of that built in, but especially in a song like Yorkshire Born and Bred, which I know you've already looked at in detail. Oh boy. <laughs> it already fills me with dread. There's quite um, a lot of fast-paced elements to that is, as well, aren't there? And there Richard is. likes to speed up some oh, of his lyrics, boy, doesn't does he? he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, when I agreed to do this, of course, already knowing the script and kind of going, oh, that's going to be a bit of a challenge, oh, that's going to be a bit of a challenge. <laughs> and then I kind of sat down and looked to the script with my interpreter head on, rather than editor's head, and kind of went, oh, dear God, what have I agreed to? Because it's just so... Some of it is so difficult. Um, I never thought I'd find anything that was harder to interpret than Victoria Wood. Shakespeare's a piece of cake in comparison, but I think Richard's managed it. I think his love of Victoria Wood has probably been an influence in it, but anyway. Um, you have to do, there's lots of different techniques you can employ. Um, one of the things is sort of summation. So there's a passage in Yorkshire Bond and Bread which lists people's names authors, painters, etc. Now, normally you'd fingerspell a name, which is where you yeah. literally spell out every single letter, rather than having a one sign which encompasses what you're talking about. There's no way on God's earth. <laughs> I can even get ache born out in yeah, the yeah. time that you have that list. So rather than spell out the individual ones, it's going to be, I've already thought that that phrase is going to come out as, in Yorkshire, we have lots of people who are very clever and write lots of, you know, something along the lines of, mm. we have lots of authors, we have lots of painters, yeah, rather yeah. than list them all individually. So I'm going to kind of clump it together into one little phrase rather than try and get, because it's just so fast. It just could not get them out in time. So the audience members who are there for that signed performance, then hopefully your role is to try and make sure that they're not impacted by not hearing everything yeah, that... Absolutely. Richard's written and everything that the characters have to get through exactly that summation gives them at least an idea of what's happening in the plot so Absolutely. that they can follow along yeah I mean you only ever interpret meaning anyway yeah so uh, there are certain things which are you have to be a little bit more specific about but in general you are going to get the meaning across so in some of the songs where the language that's used is to create a feeling or a sense if you try to translate that directly it actually wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Sorry, Richard, but it wouldn't. Uh, so you, what you have to do is you have to go, right, okay, what is this trying to achieve? What is the feeling that this is to get across? So you, you aren't going to do a word-for-word -word translation. Mm -hmm. You don't anyway, but you are going to um, get across the feeling of the song, the meaning of the song. Mm. Um, of course, you follow it as close as possible to what's going on, but there'll be certain imagery put across or whatever that you are going to go actually I'm going to try and express what's happening here so as you say the audience can follow the meaning of the song and what's trying to be achieved by it mm. rather than actual word-for-word -word translation which wouldn't work and would actually be quite confusing because it just wouldn't make as much sense so I noticed particularly with um, my England 
there's a lot of sort of very British kind of feeling to it and it, it creates a feeling. So at certain points, I'm going to have to follow that a little bit more than actually the words to get across what the song is trying to achieve and what it's trying to make you feel about that character. And this is something which for me, as somebody who knows the script in depth, is going to be a bit easier than if it was handed to an interpreter who was being booked to do the job and go, this yeah, is the yeah. script and you need to look at it. Yeah. Because I've got much more in-depth knowledge, I'm already ahead of the game in some respects with it. So it's going to make, hopefully, going to make it a much better performance in the end. I suppose as well, what you'll be doing is very much complementing what the performer is doing. You're obviously not in place of them because the, the, the person, the audience member who's yeah. got this hearing impairment, they're, they're still able to see what the actor's exactly. performing, what they're putting across in their body language, yeah. in their movement, everything like that. So as you say, if, if you brought someone in who maybe had no understanding of the plot, of, of the Yorkshireisms, of, of how the language needs to be expressed, they're, they're potentially going to have a really, really difficult job to, to learn what is actually going yeah. on, not just what's on the page, but yeah. what's being put across on stage. I mean, interpreting, be it, doing a BSL interpretation of any theatre performance is always incredibly complex yeah. and very difficult in that you have to know the piece well. Mm. You have to know the staging because there's certain, especially if you've got a visual clue or a visual gag or something like that, you have to finish your interpretation prior to it happening. Mm. So you can redirect your gaze back to, to what's happening. Yeah. So you are directing the audience members who are watching you to watch what's going on in stage. So they get the gag, they get the impact of it. That can be anything from a romantic kiss to somebody doing a pratfall do you know what I mean it can be anything <laughs> you have to time it so you have to know where you need to be ahead of what's being said yeah um in order to do that you also have to realize as well that if you're going to blackout you're going to blackout <laughs> you can't still be going you've got to finish beforehand <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> exactly you can't lag behind when you know something's coming to a conclusion yeah yeah equally with a song you have to finish when the song finishes so you've got to know it really well and you've got to adapt your performance. So you have to summarise where you can. You have to have your timings right. So as well as just thinking about the translation and actually getting that across accurately so an audience member who's relying on the sign language can follow and enjoy the performance in the way you would hope it's going to be enjoyed. They're never going to get exactly the same experience as yeah. an, a member of the audience who is listening. But you want to try and get it as close as you can get. Yeah. And so you want them to have that fun experience and it, to be funny and them to laugh when the jokes come and all the rest of it. And you've got to balance all the time. But you've also got to be faithful to the technicalities of it as well. So you can't be detracting from what's going on on stage. Mm. You should always enhance rather than detract. But you are performing, so yeah. you will have mannerisms which reflect on the character. You will move your body around differently slightly when it's a musical number to when it's spoken language. So there's so many different layers to think about. I think that that's the thing as well, like you said, because it is a performance, it's a, it's a type of performance art as well as yeah. also an interpretation and it's it's assisting uh, as, as a kind of a way for the audience to connect with mm -hmm. one of the senses that is missing, which obviously is part of the spectacle, is part mm -hmm. of the, the package of theatre. So the person who is signing is playing every role 
Yes. They're playing yes. every song. They're playing yep. every every line, everything that yep. they're doing. That's a lot of a physical workout, really, isn't it? It's like they're playing <laughs> Chloe, but they're playing everybody else Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, and you have to. It's it's really weird things because you it, the concentration level of doing something like this is off the scale. Yeah. Um. And so you have to remember. I always try and do it. Um. In the break between numbers, um. Is you have to remember to move your feet. Oh, and it yeah. just sounds really weird, but you stood in one spot for <laughs> hours, you know, kind of thing. And there tends to be like no blood <laughs> going you down. It's all gone to your brain. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to kind of move your feet and wiggle because I do, I, you know, there are, there are anecdotes of interpreters that have done station. They come to try and walk off stage and not been able to. You know. <laughs> so there's all kinds of things, but, um, you have to, you do have to put in a performance and there is a way that you can denote which character's speaking. You mm. move your body position slightly or yeah. you, you adopt a, a mannerism or a characteristic. So hopefully you can follow when there's a conversation going on because you don't point to the person who's speaking. You have to become the person who's speaking. So that's how you um, show what's being said yeah. and how they're saying it. And also you change your facial expression to... Um, match the emotion of the person who's speaking. So if they're upset or if they're angry or if they're happy or whatever, your facial expression changes to marry uh, what's been what's happening and yeah. match their emotion. So there's lots of different ways that you get across the information that uh, that is being put across. So you mentioned that um, obviously we know that the the musical is being co-produced by Woodhouse Musical Theatre mm-hmm. Company in conjunction with the Lawrence Batley yep. Theatre, which is where it's going to be performed. And obviously we've already spoken to you about the editing process yep. and your heavy, heavy involvement <laughs> in that. <Yes. laughs> Cutting down Rich's yes. ideas into something Saying that no to tangibly Richard. works. Yep. I'm assuming then, because you obviously come from um, a signing background and mm-hmm. you've obviously got a lot of experience in that as well, that when you were coming to the staging, thinking very clearly about where that signer is going to be positioned... Yes. was a big factor, especially with like, like we discussed in the editing um, episode, the fact that the, st- the set is very much um, split into three triangles and you've got two elements that are static mm-hmm. means that you don't have to circumvent where, where that signer is going to be on the stage. They're, they're not having to move out of the way of technical teams. I mean, there is pretty much a standard place that you will put an interpreter, Yeah, you know, if- very front of the stage, tucked in one of the corners. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty standard. And, I, and I've actually got a preference as to which side of the stage I stand on. Yeah. And I think that's just because you are led by your left or right hand, depending on, you know, which is dominant. Mm. So I've always got a little bit of a preference. It's going to turn out that for this, I'm going to be in the pub toilets for most of it, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably not ideal. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I hopefully I'm going to be in that corner of the stage. Feels like a commentary yeah, on the musical, I know. doesn't it's it? Like, oh God, that's just so fitting. Um, <laughs> because the le- there's the least number of um, entrances and exits through that particular option. Um, and it's quite good. I mean, you know, I've, as I say, I've done national tours and each, each theatre you go to, you go, oh, please, that you've got a decent setup. You know, sometimes you're really close to a speaker going, oh my God, I'm going to lose my own hearing at the end of this. <laughs> or you're teetering on the edge. Yeah. Um, I, I once did, I once did an interpretive performance at Regent's Park Open Air Theatre. Mm. And that was in itself a challenge. I mean, it was great. It was an amazing, amazing piece. But I was stood next to a bush, which was full of bees, and I'm actually allergic to them. Oh, and I don't like birds particularly much. And I suddenly had pigeons all around my feet. I was, it was the most stressful <laughs> um, 
environment to try and sign in ever. And then it rained as well, and it was just delightful. But apart from that, I mean, hopefully none of those. That. <laughs> yeah. Being this in the pub a, toilets is going to be a breeze. This will be a piece of cake. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm really. I'm actually, and also, I'm really looking forward to it because obviously, it's you know, it's such a personal yeah. thing. I'm so involved in this, as we've established, um, that actually to be able to to perform it. I'm coming out of retirement, I have to say. I'm coming out of retirement to do this. I haven't done this for a little while. Um, I'm going to have to do a lot of practice, yeah. get rid of the rust, um, but I'm so looking forward to doing it. When I'm getting close to doing it, remind me I said that though, Matt. <laughs> when I'm getting stressed about the fact that I, there is no translation for this, Richard. Yeah. I will do. Right, well, I think we've pretty much covered yeah, everything there, haven't we? So, we said at the start, didn't we, that, that the Lawrence Batley Theatre obviously approached uh, you guys to, to have this inclusivity yeah. performance. They, this, this they wanted an performance. accessible performance. Is yeah. it just going to be the one? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's difficult to provide something like this, you know, night after. Having yeah. said that, there are inter, in, you know integrated performances where you, you can get sandwich every night. But no, this is just going to be one. I think we're looking at the Thursday night, but don't quote me on that. Subject to change. Uh, subject to change, yes. <laughs> uh, but it, it's pretty much going to be, um, yeah, quite early in the run. So, yeah, you see, as soon as I say that, the nerves start to kick in already. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll absolutely smash it. Fingers crossed. I'm absolutely positive of that. Thank you. Right. Well, thank you very much yeah. again for joining us, Maria. I believe we're going to end up getting you back yet again because she's very, very important. More involvement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, right, that wraps everything up. No music this time, unfortunately, but that's the nature of sign. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, see you again next time. Cheers. Bye.